I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So, so let's, let's get started. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Christmas edition of The, the Truth, truth Fairies. I wish we had like a ding, 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 Okay. Wow, when did you learn yeah. to beatbox? I've been a beatboxer for some time now. You've been hiding your talent <laughs> under a bushel? Under a bushel. Let thy light shine. <laughs> you know, my mom used that, like, scripture, hiding your light under a bushel, against me for years. Really? Yes, because I used to sing and do theater, and it gave me so much anxiety. But she was like, you're hiding your light under a bushel. You are stripping God of the blessings he has given you. Yes, and I felt guilty forever. As you should. Ah! You know, I'm like, you know what? I can't. My bushel is (laughs) over it. Remember the, uh, have you seen my bush story? No. From one of our embarrassing embarrassing stories episodes, my sister was like, the minute she has a bush outside her work at school, and they had so much snow, she's like, as soon as my bush is covered... Like, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> it was like the opposite of that, like, the last leaf falling and the, then the girl's going to die story mm-hmm. or whatever. When her so then, bush gets covered with snow, she's so, going to lose her mind. So she went out to her coworkers and said, you guys need to come see my bush. Ooh. And then she texted me the other day. She's like, my bush is already covered. <laughs> it's December 10th or whatever it was. My, and my bush is in full swing. <laughs> the bush is covered. Oh, shoot. Well, how are you? I haven't seen you in many moons. <sighs> I haven't seen anybody in any, many moons. Anybody. I'm good. I'm ready for Christmas. Good. Yeah. Good. Today it was is... my last day of school. So <sighs> now I'm ready for Christmas. Officially. Officially. Good. Yeah, I wrapped the last gift. Oh, I haven't done that. It's oh, I, crazy. Oh, I am, like, ready to roll. Well, Good. Um, that I was like, should I tell you this funny story now or after we get going? Because I'm moving my Stanley Cup out of the way of the video that we do. Tell us. Tell us about your Stanley Cup. And uh, so, you know how I kind of have a love-hate relationship with my Stanley Cup? Mm-hmm. So we were on a group chat the other day, and my sister Tammy was talking about how she was having a bad week. And she was like, talk me out of buying a Stanley, a new Stanley Cup, you know, as like a retail therapy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ugh, it tips over all the time. And I'm telling her why I hate my cup, even though I love it, it and use it every day. Yes. Okay. But I like to bitch about my cup because it was tipping over like a million times the other day when I was trying to wrap presents. Anyway, so I'm talking about all about how it's not worth the money and not worth the hype. And then Lindsay, my little sister, texts me. And she's like, can you stop? I bought mom one for Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shoot. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this before Christmas. Okay, that's it. That's it. We'll have to put a disclaimer out. Yeah. Linda, don't do not listen until— If you heard that, forget everything. December 26th. Anyway, so— You've ruined Christmas. Whoopsies. Well, let's talk about um, what's tickling or not tickling our fancy. Fancy. What's tickling your fancy or poking your boob? Nothing is tickling my fancy, but I will tell you about what is not tickling anything. I, Lainey had a Christmas showcase, dance showcase. The the Christmas dance recital. Christmas dance recital. Okay. Now I'm going to, before I start getting negative, I'm going to say (laughs) her dance studio does a really good job. Yeah. Like they, they do three shows in a day. 
and they they keep each show to a one hour. Cap. Ooh, yes, please. And they have everything is run on a recording, so it's like the minute the show like and it starts right on time, and then it's all you know like a recording like welcome to the Christmas showcase, blah blah blah, and everything just runs like on one continuous tape. Nice. There is no. Like they're like they just move you through it. Wow! And so if your kid um, only does, you know, is in like one dance class, you come to one one-hour showcase. Now, yes, Lainey dances four or five hours or classes a week, so she was in two, which is still fine. Yeah, because it's like start, finish, you're done. Anyway, wonderful. So we're at the dance competition, and what I have found is that people are idiots. <sighs> Okay, preaching to the choir. And like I cannot, okay, so first showcase, somebody sitting in front of me, full-grown man, full-grown woman, they have a kid performing, and then they have another kid with them. They were the most incompetent humans I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, like we're, we're sit, it's one hour, you yes. guys. And they have, they're up and down and up and down and in and out and up and down and up and down. And then the baby's <sighs> crying and they're rocking her and they're shaking her. And then at one point, this guy takes... Like a, a like a hydro flask, and he goes to take a drink of it. But instead of drinking like a normal human does, <laughs> he flips it completely upside down and is like, look, look, look. And you know how I feel about swallowing anything. I about lost my damn mind. You can hear his swallows. You can hear his gulps. Oh my god! And he's directly in my line of vision. I'm <sighs> like, I know that you've seen your kid dance because right. they stood up. Because you had it. your phone at eight feet tall blocking, blocking. Yes. everybody behind yes. you and within a four-mile radius. Yes. But then then when you're done, they're in and out. And the, at one point, the lady stands up, and she's shuffling through her bag. And I'm like, am I not here? Right. Do you Do not, you not see? know that maybe I want, this is my kid's dance maybe? Oh. And hey, then that is so, yes. It drives me crazy. And then, you know, like I know that I can be late from time to time. But if I have, if I am going to go into a performance where somebody's performing, I'm not just going to go walking in in the middle of a performance. No. Nope. So I'm sitting there, and then people are like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, sorry. And then this no. girl with these big-ass lips, okay, <laughs> big-ass, I have something to say, okay? She's like 28, and she's carrying the bulk of her body weight in her lips. Yeah. And she's like, um, excuse me. She can't my, actually shut her mouth. She can't lips, shut so her mouth, like, so she's drooling. Uh, my C is clear at the end. Oh, my uh, God. And then she, so, okay, there's two ends to this row. <laughs> Can't but, go to the other side. But she stands up, and she's got this bag that's that's like, you know, four by four, and she's batting everybody in the head with her bag as her and her lips make their way down the aisle. I'm like, how obtu- like how unaware and aloof are you? And she did this in the middle of a oh, song. Just it just whenever because I, I, I people don't seats. know that you wait until it's the end to make your way. Like, is this not common knowledge? Do they not know that other people's kids? Are I grew performing? up in the theater, so the I know theater. this. But don't if, doesn't everybody know this? Ugh. That's what I was going to say is we had like the school music program, the school Christmas concert, a couple. And it's like, I feel like it brings out the worst of humanity. Oh, it it's like it's like going to Peach Days in Utah. <laughs> it's like it, or the county fair. Right. Yeah. Like it brings out a whole new breed of people. But it's like be a wit. Yeah. There. I mean, like 
we are all packed in. There's people standing behind. My daughter didn't get a seat because she got there late. Yet someone's using a full seat for their car seat and then holding their baby. And they don't even have a baby. <laughs> They've just brought a car seat to take up a space. I just want to be like, do you, like, really? Yeah. And then, this is a funny one. We had So we had bought tickets. And mind you, this is my only negative thing I'm going to say. Do you <laughs> After the uh, broader I mean, lips down the aisle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean about the studio. And okay. I know it's not their fault. And I know it's not unique to that studio. But... Do you know how much money I'm paying a month for dance classes? Oh, I know. Do you know? We I don't are talking know. we are talking in the neighborhood of two to four hundred a month. Oh jeez. Okay, which is my fault. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I own it. But then they're gonna charge me for my damn ticket? That is You're, I hate that. Okay. So And then they set. put your kid in every Hour. So the, and Jake is like, it's a so point. that you have to go. I know. So although that you I, have to go to every recital. Yeah. Although I don't believe that they do that. She, but when she's taken that many classes, she's bound to fall, yeah. and that's fine. And but, I actually love watching dance recitals. Though. Uh, well, <laughs> he does not. But okay. So we had tickets. So I had four tickets: um, two for the two thirty show and two for the four thirty show. So I came in at the two thirty show, or the I don't know. It doesn't even matter. And I tore the tickets apart. Used the first two, and then I and then I had the other ones in my hand. Well, when we left the first show, somehow I left my tickets sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. So my tickets for the four thirty show are on the floor. So, but I had them on my phone as well. So we come into the four thirty show. We go and we're sitting down, and this lady comes up to me, and you know, like you know the the kind that are like annoyed because you're in their seats, and she's uh. like, "And um, you're in our seats," uh. and I'm like. Mm, no, mm-hmm. I've got my seats right here. And she whips out a piece of paper and holds it up. And she's like, um, these are our tickets. Okay. My name was on them. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? She had my she paper had tickets, tickets? <gasps> that I had left there from the earlier show. And she's waving it in my face that she has tickets to the show. And I'm like, that's my Excuse name. me. <gasps> what's your name? Shut- Did I didn't really say, say that. Oh. But I'm like, hmm, funny because I have the driver's license that matches <laughs> that. So what happened? According to her, and I don't know if I believe it, she said that she they came in to the show mm-hmm. and just bought tickets and that somebody that they sold her those two tickets and what? handed them to her. So and I don't know, maybe they did. Maybe when they were clearing out the theater, they saw them and were like, Oh, maybe somebody left these. But I can't imagine that they Let's would resell sell them, them with somebody's name on it. That's yeah. weird. So she seriously was like coming hot. Like coming it, in like it's hot. the Taylor Swift show. Like, um you're in our seats, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh hell no, oh my gosh. So anyway, so I'm just annoyed with humanity because I, I just think people. I feel are like those kid programs really bring out the, the like worst. The what is ha- like? It's just weird mm. how people think that they like them getting their kid on camera or whatever is more important than anybody else. You're right. Your kid is more important. They're smarter. They're a better dancer. <laughs> You're better parents. But maybe so. But oh, I know it's ugh, weird. It's I, gross. It's probably because my kids are all old enough that I don't have to worry about like the toddlers running around. So yeah. so I'm judging everybody else because <laughs> I'm like out of it. Yeah. But, but it, and that's the thing is I get that like when when moms have young kids, like I get it's hard this, those challenges. But I'm talking about people that are just like full adult size human beings <laughs> acting like idiots. I know. I told you. I think I don't remember if I we. I talked about this on the podcast, but last year at my son's choir concert, 
a lady was letting her child like go up where the oh, kids yes. were performing and dance and thought it was so cute. He's and so thought cute. it was so oh cute. My gosh, and I look was at like, "Could help." Like we don't. That was so distracting. All the kids are distracted. Right. They're all looking at the kid, and oh, I'm just like, yeah. "Why do you think that?" Mm-mm. So the moral of the story <laughs> is: people be aware. Is that asking so uh, bloody much? Where? Okay, now that we've established that people suck, let's talk about something Let's talk else. about more people sucking. Yes, please. <laughs> let's do. Carry on. Actually, my weird and wacky world today is uplifting. Oh, wow. To the spirit. I'm going to hate it. Did you, have you had any white elephant parties this year? Um, just my kids did a white elephant. And any any standouts? Mm, not any that I can mention on here. Um, actually, we did get, there was one book that, um, it was so funny that we got, that was in the White Elephant game that was called My Smelly Ass. And it's a story, like a kid's picture book about a donkey. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Really? My Smelly, my smelly ass. ass. That's hilarious. Yeah, so. Well, a Kentucky woman went to a work white elephant gift exchange where it was like a $25 limit. So she had chosen a $25 TJ Maxx gift card, right? Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Well, it got stolen. So as per the rules, she has to get something else. So Lori Janes uh, gets $25 in scratch-off tickets. So she says, once it got to me, it was done and mine to keep. Janes told the lottery committee. Commission. That's when everyone was telling me to scratch it off. So it's the end of the game. Everything's been stolen. She has these lottery tickets. The mother of two won $50 on the first ticket and then proceeded to hit all 15 spots on her $10 hit the jackpot ticket, winning the game's (gasps) $175,000 top prize. Shut up. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Off this white elephant, she gets stuck with the... Lottery tickets that she doesn't even want and ends up winning. So she says everyone was going insane. People were getting their calculators out and double checking because it was like a multiply, you know, Uh like she won the $10 and then you get to multiply it Uh for every spot you hit. She hit them all. So she said people were scanning the ticket on the lottery's app to make sure. Mm -hmm. So the windfall comes to $124,250 after taxes which will now go to paying off her daughter's student and car loans, which, whoa, what? hello. She says, I, this is so crazy. I'm truly blessed. I couldn't believe it. It was a $25 gift exchange, and I won $175,000. That is nuts. I, that is so, that's so good, though. Would you feel that weird, like, do I need to share with a person right. who bought what it? I, right. And it's like when you buy someone, like, a lottery ticket for, like, a gift. It's like, the, oh, if you win, we'll split we'll it. We'll split it. Yeah, well. And— and the thing is, is imagine if you were the person that stole it, like that had had it before and and took another gift instead. That took your TJ Maxx gift card and instead left you of that. the lottery <gasps> ticket. You would never forgive yourself. You'd be like, what, what did, did I, I do? do? Oh, I see, I couldn't. I could not pass up that gift because the unknown would drive me crazy. I know. It's the unknown. I know. And then it's like the fun of like... Being able to scratch, it's like the $25 TJ Maxx card, You that's a sure thing. Right. But you would go for the unknown, for the thrill of like, the thrill what if of that's the, the winner and I take the TJ Maxx and get a card again yeah. with that gift card and she ends up paying off half of her house. Yeah. Okay. I, that is nuts. Isn't that fun? I love that. I love I it and hate it at the same time. I know. We went to a 
uh, White Elephant. Mm-hmm. And I was at the DI, the Deseret Industries, for those of you not Who around not here. Who's like a, it's like a, a Mormon thrift store. And I was just trying to find anything for this white elephant party. Mm -hmm. And I found this, like, cabbage patch, this mini cabbage patch angel. Like, it looked like a Happy Meal toy. Okay. From the, literally from the 80s. So then I found, like, a little creepy baby Jesus in a manger. (laughs) I'm like, what if I can find, like, a Mod Podge of, like, nativity? Like a nativity. So I found, like, all these random things and, like, made, like, Aaron made me this little wooden stable and I made a little Mod Podge nativity out that of stuff. That is great. <laughs> that is great. It did not get stolen. Well, it was not a hot commodity, but I was pretty proud of it. I, as you should be. Thank you. As I you ended up with be. green jello and carrots. Well, our Lord and Savior would be appreciative of your keeping the Jesus is the reason for the season. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you, Jamie. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Well, um, as we were talking about this podcast um, and the Christmas holiday, I was immediately reminded of Jesus and Seinfeld. Ah, yes. I was reminded of Festivus, <laughs> right? Yes. Festivus for the rest of us yep. and um, the airing of the grievances. <laughs> so for those of you who are, let's say, under 35, yeah. you probably don't know Seinfeld the way we do. True. But George Costanza's family celebrated Festivus. <laughs> they brought in a pole they aired their grievances during the holiday season, and um, that's how they celebrated their Festivus for the rest of us. So mm-hmm. in honor of Festivus, I want to air our Christmas grievances. Okay. So what about the Christmas holiday really chaps your— Really chaps my hide? Chaps your hind end. See, I might have already with the Christmas program. Oh, yeah. I mean— that fits in well, but right. is there anything about, like, the Christmas holidays that you're like, ugh, like uh, that? Um, you go first. Do you have anything? I do. Okay. Um, I'm going to think. So one of the, <laughs> and this actually leads into another story I have to support my airing of the grievances. But um, years ago, years ago, like probably 10 years ago during Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, when people were, and I think we've talked about this before, when people were doing their month of gratitude. Oh, yeah. I did my month of things I'm not <laughs> thankful for. Yes. And I spent a whole, like a whole month. And it was satire. Do people not know satire? Right. It's a joke. Like, I was posting funny things that I was ungrateful for for the whole month. I got unfriended by a girl I went to high school with, but whatever. It's on her. But anyway, so I just want to give a preemptive, like, this is satire. Yes. Like, I'm not really hating on we the holidays. We don't really okay? hate everything so and everybody, guys. Everybody back off. <laughs> but my holiday grievance is the letter... That comes in the Christmas card. Okay, you guys know what I'm talking about. The sep- the Christmas card, and then there's a piece of typed paper that, in the envelope. In the envelope okay. that talks about the year in review for yes. the family, yes. right? That that updates on what every member of the family is doing, and um, and I guess for me, it feels like a not so humble brag. Yes. Right? So here's our perfect family and uh-huh. all of our perfect accomplishments. All their perfect awards and hobbies. The seven trips we went on. Yes. Yeah. The cars we bought. I got one today. <laughs> the houses we built. The lives we've touched. Yes. And it leaves the average person feeling pretty shitty. Yes. 
right? Like, what is my card? You see, I, I haven't added a letter in my Christmas cards because I don't have one damn good thing to say. <laughs> my first child suffers from chronic constipation. My second child is antisocial. My and third my child third just went to prison. Is addicted to TikTok. None of that's true. I just None made that up. Disclaimer. But, you know, and, and it's, it's true. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's like social media in general, right? I mean, everything that people put on social media is this facade. It's yeah. like the best parts of their life are highlighted and you don't see all the ugly I want parts. a real Like, I Christmas want a letter. real Christmas letter that's mm-hmm. like, wow, shitty year, 2022. <laughs> I feel like we all feel like we, 2022 had to be like, we all complained enough about 2020 and 2021 that 2022 came around and we're like, Let's all pretend that everything's great. Everything's back to normal. Everything's back to normal. Nobody's eight years behind in math. Yeah, we're not all failing <laughs> in school. We're, you know. Um, but so that's my grievance. And I actually found this. So um, you actually read those? Because I'm a, I'm a hit or miss. I, I mean, I skim through. Yeah. Um, so here's, here's a letter. Here's one that I actually found on Reddit. Okay. <laughs> An AITA that is just about this. Yes. It says... My grandma sends out a yearly Christmas letter. I was at my grandma's visiting today, and she showed me her draft of the letter. In the letter, she mentions my sister's relapse into meth addiction. Yes. <laughs> and how the family has been so strong in such a hard time. No mention of my sister other than X relapsed into methamphetamine's use, and it has hurt us so badly. My sister is not my favorite. I wish she would get the help she needs. And yes, it has been hard. But I don't feel that needs to be detailed in a letter sent to every single family member. Some distant who don't even know she's an addict or that she's relapsed. I also know that my sister would see this and would be insanely hurt. Um, And it would cause her to pull further away from us who are trying to keep her trust so we can help her when she's ready. So I gently advise my grandma to maybe not put that in the letter. And she doesn't realize... Um, that she doesn't realize how badly it could affect my sister. My grandma got offended. I'm trying to tell her what to do and that everyone deserves to know the truth. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Grandma. (laughs) I agree. If anyone asks me about my sister, I am honest, but I don't see how volunteering that information is going to be beneficial to anyone. If anything, it means family who aren't involved could get nosy and start trying to get the gossip from us, and that would just cause more stress and drama. Am I the asshole here? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Grandma, have you lost your mind? Have you lost your marbles? I was joking about mentioning my daughter's TikTok addiction. Like, (laughs) What about her meth addiction? What about her future meth addiction? No, that is not not Christmas letter fodder. I I mean, I like the idea of keeping it light. Like, I like self-depreciating humor. Right, again, adding a little comedy. Adding a little comedy. You know, talking about... I, I have a good friend that always sends the funniest Christmas cards, and I'm like, yes, this is what, this is right. what it is. Be Katie. real, but yeah. but no, the meth addiction. That's no, that is not Christmas card yeah. worthy. No one needs to know that. That's private information, and that is like a deep like. <laughs> she's not out partying. Like that is a hard. Like no one wants to be. Yikes! Why does anyone even do meth for the first time? Like, why do you? Is Tell it fun? Us. I I don't know. My I, you know my sister Heather, yes, friend of the pod. She one time was like her kids, she had like three kids in like 3 years and they were all little tiny children and she was exhausted mm-hmm. and there was like a public service announcement in Utah about meth and it showed a woman like 
frantically cleaning her house and having all this energy to like she was scrubbing things with like a toothbrush. Yeah. And Heather was like, dude, get me I get me some of that meth. Like, are you talking me out of it or into (laughs) it? (laughs) Yes. She's like, that looks really appealing. (laughs) I need this. I need a little meth in my life. Oh man. Don't do meth. Mm -mm. Please don't start. It is a black hole. No. But it's terrifying. That's And That's grandma. awful. Grandma, grandma, don't send that letter. Mm-mm. You're just upsetting everyone. Yeah. Find something good that she's done this year. Or and, don't mention her. Or just, <laughs> just leave her out of the Christmas card entirely. And I just think people need to be aware. Be aware of this humble brag. Like, yeah. don't overdo. Yeah. Don't overdo it. Don't don't build yourself up to tear us all down. Right. Yeah. Add a little self-depreciating humor in there to balance it out. Like I gained I get 30 that, pounds. <laughs> I, you know. I get that you want to brag about your kids, but like just balance it. Just balance. I don't it's know. It's all about the balance. Yeah. Okay. I probably would want to brag too. Yeah, well. If I had. <laughs> if I had something <laughs> to brag about. <laughs> stuff to brag about. Just kidding. My kids are funny and Smart nice. Smart. And, and beautiful. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's okay. my Christmas card. That's I don't send Christmas cards. Me either. Okay. Do tell. Okay. Do you have another an airing of a grievance? I, you know, like I, my airing of the grievance, I accidentally, I shot my wad earlier with the, <laughs> sorry that I used that phrase. Jamie's <laughs> face was like, ah, no, we don't say that. It's well, like terms okay. that you don't think about what they mean until you until say Until you them. say it. It's too late. There's no, there's no going back. It's out there. Okay. I can't, I can't think of anything. Except, like, back to the white elephant, how awkward it is, like, when there really is, like, someone brings the really good present. Yeah, don't do that either. Don't up, don't one-up everybody, and then the, like, stealing of it, like, gets awkward. awkward, Well, like Michael Scott in the office when he brings the iPod. Yes, exactly. And he brings the $400 iPod to the $20 gift. If your family has, like, a spending limit... Stick, Stick to it. Buy it. You don't want to make everybody feel awkward. Why do you have to show everyone up? Exactly. S- just stop. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to do this one. So this is, mind you, a 25-year-old woman who was married last month. Okay. Oh, okay. Brand newlywed, young girl. So she says, my mother-in-law doesn't really like me even trying to steal the spotlight at my wedding, but is still overly traditional. At Thanksgiving, I was having a really bad hair day, so I wore a black leather cap, a dressier newsboy-style one, which my husband said looked great on me. The holiday was hostile, even more than prior gatherings I'd been to, and husband said mother-in-law said it was because I wore a hat. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was. (laughs) I told mother-in-law I wouldn't come to Christmas with them, then blocked her number and Facebook. So we're starting this marriage off like hot. Rocky. It's rocky. She is not, yeah. So my husband is trying to keep us both happy since he doesn't like conflict. He wants me to come to one more celebration to see if maybe people are getting used to me. They've been married a month. Getting used to me. Right? He's told MIL, mother-in-law, she needs to be nice and treat me as part of the family since I am... And that if I feel unwelcome at Christmas, like I did at Thanksgiving, that we won't attend future events and she won't see him much anymore. I understand why he wants me to give her one final chance and haven't had any conflict with him. Marriage is about compromise, blah, blah, blah. Um, But she doesn't want to be involved with her unless she has to be. So 
I wanted to see if mother-in-law was listening to him, so I asked my husband to request that I, I be allowed to wear the same hat to Christmas. <laughs> now you're just being petty. <laughs> husband said he thought I'd worn it since I had a bad hair day, which was true. But this time it's as a statement that they shouldn't treat me as an outsider, either because I wear hats all the time or they just don't like me. If they won't let me wear a hat, what else are they going to restrict me about? Let me come, let me be, or I won't come, period. My husband agreed and relayed this to mother-in-law, and she's been asking him why he married the devil. (laughs) He's growing tense with me, and I told him he'll probably have to pick a side sooner or later, and that I never intended it that way. He spent last night at a friend's house because he needed to think. I feel bad because I care about him, and no conflict stresses him out. I told him to text me when he was ready to talk, and he hasn't yet. My friends think that my hat request was unnecessary, and maybe I strained my relationship with my husband. I think he just needed a space to think because conflict stresses him out. So I got to ask, AITA for saying I won't come to Christmas if I don't wear a hat. (laughs) I kind of love it. Yes, you're shallow and petty, but you're funny. (laughs) Right? I mean, and and guaranteed he did not stay the night at a friend's. He stayed the night at his damn mother's house. (gasps) That's where he was, just so you know. You're probably right. Of course. But, I, I mean, it's so petty, and it's so, I mean, it's petty on all sides. All sides. Right? Like, this is that everybody in the story Everybody's sucks stupid. Scenario. I would like to know how long they dated before they got married. Right. Because it seems like they got married, and she's like, well, we're done. Like, <laughs> goodbye to your family. <laughs> goodbye. It's over. Like, it's you're just 25. You, you don't even have kids yet. You got married a month ago, and you're just like. Like, you're drawing the line in the sand right now. Right. Over a hat. But the mom did call her the devil, right. so <laughs> there's some. There might be some issues to work out. But the mom needs to be careful because you know what? He's yes. married to the girl now, and she's probably going to win. That's exactly right. So you mothers out there, you try to make peace. Don't because you're on the you the mother the wife is providing something you're not. <laughs> so <laughs> you're right. It's that thing of like, I don't know what happened at the wedding. That where she stole the spotlight or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once your kids get married or even say they are going to get married, mm-hmm. it's time to zip your lips. Unless it's like a scary situation where like you're like, a, yeah. I need to speak up because I see some like right. major red flags. Not that she wears hats. <laughs> Not that she wore a hat <laughs> to Thanksgiving. Oh, that's great. I know. It's hilarious. Okay, well, let me turn the tables a little with this story. Okay, um, this is a, am I the asshole? Soul. And it goes like this. I hosted Thanksgiving this year. It included my parents and sister and grandparents and my wife's parents, brother, and his wife and a few others. So mixed families. Okay. Is this a man, do we know? This is a man. Okay. Yes. At the dinner table, we somehow got on the topic of only fans. And we talked about um, how sad it is that some women stoop so low. My brother-in-law works at a school and says it's sad how many girls think that's their future. We went on for a while just at um, just talking about how sad and pathetic it all is. Okay. Oh, no. My sister was getting visibly upset, and we started making jokes about her having an OnlyFans account herself. Oh, no. Things got awkward, and it eventually came out that she does indeed have an OnlyFans. She was embarrassed, and my wife and brother-in-law went, um, went in on asking her how she can do that and how she doesn't have any respect for herself. Ooh. Sister said nothing but pulled up proof that my brother-in-law subscribed. 
<laughs> he is on her OnlyFans page. So not her husband, another brother-in-law. No, the the brother-in-law. So it's opposite sides of the family. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and he subscribes to her OnlyFans page. And he is page. going off about how these women how have... it's so just disrespectful and inappropriate. Okay. Um, things got bad. Oh, Sister-in-law was pissed and accused my, accused my sister of humiliating him on purpose. <laughs> um, the brother-in-law called her a liar and everyone left shortly after. But she actually pulled it up yeah. and showed that he was a subscriber. Like showed that Ooh, he was on it. And she probably knew who he was well, when yeah. he subscribed. Yeah. So now wife's family won't be around my sister and sister-in-law and brother-in-law don't want her around um, their kids. Oh, my gosh. I called my sister and told her she can't come to Christmas. It's too uncomfortable now and it's her own doing. Now my parents won't come to Christmas at my house and everyone is pissed and it turned into a big mess. So, like, am I the asshole for telling the sister? now? So now he tells the sister that has the OnlyFans account that she can't come. I don't think she did anything wrong. Right? I mean, she called, he's, he did. Yeah. Like, how about if you want to subscribe to it, that's fine. <laughs> like, I'm not one, I'm not here to judge you. But you don't get to subscribe and then publicly shame people for right. it. I wish, like, keep your secret secret. <laughs> right. I wish it had never come out in the first place. Yeah. I wish she would just would have had poker face and been like, but... It did. Right. And then this whole thing blew up and the brother-in-law subscribes. And we don't know what's on her OnlyFans. Right. We I'm, can only assume. And I'm guessing probably it didn't have her face on it <gasps> or something. So Because it doesn't sound like the brother-in-law knew it was knew her. Knew it was her. Oh. And then when he was like, oh, it's just filth. It's so disgusting. It's so wrong. Then she was like, oh, hell no. And then You're, she was you like, You subscribe really? to my page. Because you are a patron. Yes. You are a patron. And who's worse? The girls making money off it or the men spending money on it? Yeah. Who is worse? Who is worse? Who's worse? Let me ask you. You're all You're all dirty, dirty. Oh, I just, I don't know. I kind of love it. But I don't think, like. It's his sister. Don't ban your own sister. And who knows what she's, A, we don't know what she's selling. And we don't know, like, her motivations. Like, is she putting herself through college? Selling. Yeah. You know, nip slips. We don't know. And uh, and so all she was doing, I mean, she was she didn't lie, yeah. right? She just was like, well, for somebody who has such a strong opinion, yeah. Here, you know, so I kind of I don't I think it's unfair that she doesn't get invited. I don't know. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I'm sorry that it shouldn't make anybody uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, and maybe he should have known. Like, you know, if you're subscribing to somebody's OnlyFans, maybe you're not the one to be talking. Poorly about these women. Yeah, exactly. You seem to enjoy it. Exactly. Dirt bag. It's the people that bring it up that are the ones yeah. on it that are judging the most. Judging, waiting, watching, judging. I met a guy the other day who is like a manager of OnlyFans women. And I, I mean, the business, like, this is not just women putting up videos and seeing what happens. There is serious, like, strategy and, like, it is an entire business. Yeah. It's really interesting to me. Yeah. I'm like, is there is there a market for a for an old lady with saggy boobs? He said <laughs> he said yes, and I said never mind. Okay, well just I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised, he says. Okay, um, I let's see how much time do we have. 
moments. Moments. We have nary a moment. Okay. I am going to do, instead of doing my other A-I-T-A, I am going to do a, T- a Christmas T-I-F-U, which is today I effed up, which is usually not, didn't happen today. This is long ago. A man is saying, I don't know if a man or a woman wrote this, but he says, when my daughter was six, she was obsessed with the TV show Little House on the Prairie, which delighted my wife and I who loved the show when we were kids. Did you like that show? I did. I loved it. I felt like that. I felt like that was one of those shows we just had to watch because it was on. My sister was literally Laura Ingalls. Oh. And I'd be merry and I'd be like, Pa, Pa, I've gone blind. <laughs> we played Little House on the Prairie. Really? Oh, yes. I hated it, but it was like that's what we had. You know what I mean? Yes. And then remember when the dad turned into Touched by an Angel? Oh, I never watched Touched by an oh, Angel. Oh, it was good. No, I, I just liked loved that one. Ma and Pa. Uh, I did not. I did not have. I think the idea was always repulsive to me of living Ugh, on a prairie. Loved it. Like, ugh. okay. Anyway, so they all liked it. The little girl liked it. I, I guess. hate nature. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just like really like, ugh. Right? Know. You're gonna live on a prairie and pump your own water. What's wrong with you? It's just the the whole lifestyle was not appealing to me. <laughs> And it probably really wasn't to them either, if you think about it. Well, they didn't have a choice. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like they chose this life. But why do I want to watch someone live in a prairie? I don't know. I want to watch someone live in a big city, fulfilling their dreams. Like a a damn Kardashian. I guess. (laughs) So so what six-year-old likes the show? I remember the tune to it. Do you? It was dun, 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 yes. Was it a whistle? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I just I the think it's running down the hill and Carrie falls. Uh-huh. It's great. Okay, who was the mean sister? That was Nellie. She wasn't the sister. She was. Oh. she was the neighbor. See, I didn't watch it enough because I just remember my mom being like, "You're. Do you want to be Nellie? Like yep. that was like Nellie the... and Willie, and they their dad their parents owned the candy store, and their oh. mom was um a. So they were stuck up because they were business owners. Yes, and poor Laura and Mary were just common folk (laughs) living on a prairie. Okay. Okay, So you may remember then, Jamie, in the pilot episode, the family was so poor that each of the girls got a new cup, a shiny new penny, and a potato as a gift for Christmas. Do you remember this? I do remember this. Aw. So he says, my daughter couldn't stop talking about it. Now, my family is really big into taking practical jokes too far. There was the feral daughter kept in a cage prank of 2010 and the bloody leprechaun joke of 2013, which we might have to go back to. (laughs) But this one really backfired on us. After she went to bed on Christmas Eve, we hid all of her real presents behind the couch and left one package in the middle of the floor. When she came down, she seemed surprised that there was only one gift, but carefully unwrapped it to reveal, you guessed it, a shiny tin cup, a brand new penny, and a potato. Attached was a note from Santa. Molly, I heard how much you love the Little House show. Here's hoping you have a very prairie Christmas. <laughs> love Santa. Oh, I love it. She grabbed the potato and started to cry. Uh-oh, I really screwed up this time. However, it wasn't because she was upset, but because she was so happy. <laughs> Even when we revealed her other gifts, she only wanted to be with her potato. She drew a face on it and carried it around with her everywhere. But it started to go bad. First, it turned green and started to sprout eyelets. Eventually, we had a very traumatic experience where the potato disappeared in the night. 
She's 17 now and still talks wistfully about the potato every Christmas. Oh, I lo- see. See, common show about common folk making common people appreciative of what they have. Love potatoes. Potato, potato. Such Here, a lovely story. Here's my grievance. When, when, so you know how they'll do that, like, TikTok videos where they give their kid, like, a potato to see their reaction or whatever? Have you seen I these? I don't do, you know, I, you know, oh, I don't, do I don't know if it's just TikTok, but they, I think it started with, like, an um, avocado. They oh, wrap I did up the, that It's one. an avocado, and then the kid's excited or uh-huh. whatever. The opposite, where they do mean things to their kids to get, like, the videos of it. That's terrible. It's so mean. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, you give them a check for a million dollars and then tell them it's fake. Or, like, the we ate all your candy in the night, the the <laughs> Halloween one. Where they film their kids saying, sorry, we I got really hungry and ate all your candy just That's to so see what mean. they do. Like, why do they do that? <laughs> why do you do that? Why do you do that? That's, That's my so holiday shallow. grievance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, I'm, I fear that the time has come that we must leave. We must depart. Um, although I do have many other Christmas stories to tell, so okay. maybe we'll have to do a follow-up episode in the a- between Christmas and New Year. Yes, a post-Christmas wrap-up. Post-Christmas wrap-up. If you will. Um, yes, because I do have more to share. Okay, good. Um, so, in light of that, oh, one last thing I want to leave off with. Okay. This is, has nothing to do with anything, but did you see that all of the sister wives, except for Robin, have left Cody? <gasps> oh. Mary. Janelle. What? Christine. What? All gone. Tell me your source. Send me a link. I can send it to you right now. It is fact. Wh- okay, so was this on last week's episode that I haven't seen? I don't know. Um, it was on is... U.S. <gasps> Weekly. Like they, yes, all of them have left, and now Sabin is just she's got Cody all to she's herself. She's like, what am I going to do with this man? She's all like, the time. Oh, he's lost his damn mind. Talk oh, about somebody who has has lost his spiraled mind. out of control. He has he's lost his mind, but now he is all Robins. So he's monogamous. He's monogamous. Do you think he's going to go try to find? And he hates polygamy, though. He's going to be on the next episode of Seeking Sister Wives. <laughs> he's going to be <laughs> him and Sobbin. We're looking for a new wife. Although she wants a sister wife, he, he does, does not. not. That's what's interesting. Unless he sees somebody younger, uh-huh. smarter, prettier, better body. But I can see where Robin's like, I literally signed up for a fourth of a husband. Yeah. It's like when Aaron started working from home during COVID, and I was like, oh, get no. your ass back to your office. Nope, this is not what Nobody we wants for. a full-time husband. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale. 